Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to ProWrestling.net Live. I am Jason Powell here with the SummerSlam edition of the ProWrestling.net Live audio show. Uh, before we get into things, I do want to tell you that uh, we will be back on Monday. That's right, tomorrow. Uh, the post-SummerSlam edition will air the usual Monday time slot of 3 Central, 4 Eastern at PWAudio.net. John Moore is my co-host today. I will be introducing him shortly. Will Pruitt will be joining me on Monday as uh, we are live the Mondays following WWE pay-per-view events. And uh, definitely looking forward to taking your calls both today and tomorrow. The number to join us is 773-897-6321. We already have a couple of callers lined up. Uh, once you call into that number, all you have to do is hit one on your phone to let us know that you would like to join the show, uh, join, the, join in on the conversation, ask a question, whatever the case may be. Uh, SummerSlam live coverage tonight at ProWrestling.net, of course. Uh, the, uh, I'll be kicking things off with the, well, kickoff show. The needlessly long kickoff show that begins at uh, 4 Central, 5 Eastern time, and then, of course, the actual SummerSlam show itself. And then later on tonight, Jake Barnett and I will get together for an exclusive audio review for the .NET members. I'll be telling you a little bit about membership a little bit later on in the show. Uh, with that being said, let's bring John Moore into the conversation. You can follow him online. Where, John? At LittleJohnM. That's L-I-L-J-O-H-N-M on Twitter. There you go. And you can follow the brand at Pro Wrestling Net. John, it's SummerSlam Sunday. I asked uh, uh, Jake about this in uh, the Dotnet Weekly Audio Show the other day, Jake Barnett. And so I'm going to hit you with right off the top. Jake and I had the same answer. So it was uh, kind of, I, I shouldn't have been surprised since we're from the same area originally anyway. Uh, what is your favorite SummerSlam moment? Oh, um, interesting one. Uh, let's see. So. This, this one's a little odd, but um, I, w- I attended, I believe it was, I forget it was 2007 or 2008, uh, SummerSlam when it was in L.A., when they were doing it every year in L.A. Uh, one of my interesting ones was watching, there was this uh, random, it was Rey Mysterio versus uh, Dolph Ziggler. It was back when Dolph Ziggler was about to debut. Or not debut, like, you know, he was doing his, like, high on Dolph Ziggler gimmick. Uh, but... Uh, all of a sudden, they just had this really crazy, like, opening match, and uh, it, they turned, uh, like, an entire L.A. crowd in favor of uh, Dolph Ziggler over Rey Mysterio, and that was a really interesting thing to see. <laughs> so, yeah, random SummerSlam moment, but, yeah, that's uh, it, it also helped attending live, but there you go. <laughs> yeah, mine was uh, the Minneapolis show, and it's because I was able to attend it in person. It was back, I think, 99 is what Jake said. I was in my, must have been second year 
working at the uh, the torch pwtorch.com at the time and we were given access to the uh the, the press conference and all sorts of events that they did I, I guess that's the only thing that i attended was the press conference and then SummerSlam itself but it was a uh, a really cool stretch you know just uh, jesse ventura being part of the show uh meeting uh, vince and a very young still not on television stephanie mcmahon steve austin uh the rock uh, a long list of people at the uh, undertaker at the press conference was a very cool experience so it wasn't like it was the uh the greatest summer slam ever but just from a personal experience uh uh, standpoint, it was a lot of fun, and, and definitely uh, enjoyed that experience. Uh, with that being said, again, we are taking your calls today, 773-897-6321. We will start marching through the phone calls here in just a second. But, John, let's focus on this year's SummerSlam. On the old 0 to 10 level of enthusiasm scale, where do you sit today? I started at about maybe a 6.57, uh, if you're thinking, like, oh, it's a big uh, four pay-per-view. Of course, by default, I'm just going to start at default. But um, after TakeOver last night, it might have dropped to, like, a five. In a sense that, like, I'm not looking forward to too much other than the main of the uh, four-way main event on this SummerSlam. But uh, it, it'll be interesting to I'll still end up watching it. But, uh, yeah, it ended up dropping because of how good last night's TakeOver was. See, it's supposed to work the other way. You're supposed to see a hot show and go, man, I'm really excited for the next one, but with you, it had the opposite effect. Oh, yeah, um, only because I just don't have any. There's so many matches. and uh, <laughs> you know, Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, yeah, and, uh, the, the pre-show looks pretty good. <laughs> I'm at, like, I don't know, seven and a half. I, I think this is a good pro wrestling show. It's not their... Not the best lineup they could put together, but I really like the main event four-way. I like what they've done with Ambrose and Rollins heading into the show, making them feel like important parts of the uh, the, the Raw brand again, and just the, the discipline they showed with that storyline. And, you know, it's you know, WrestleMania, you get musical performances, and there's all sorts of stuff going on, celebrity appearances. And, yeah, this show is missing that outside hook, at least going in. I mean, there may be something on the show, as we saw with Rob Gronkowski in the past, where they could do something that is going to get them some entertainment or, or sports uh, headlines or something along those lines. But going in, it's just a wrestling show, and it looks like a pretty good one. Again, not the, the greatest uh, uh, of, the, uh, of the match lineups that they could produce, but still, I think, a solid one. And so I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, and I think NXT TakeOver, uh, I think I was probably at like a 7 the other day or something, somewhere in there, so it might have actually increased my level of enthusiasm. Not that I expect it to be as good as TakeOver, but I do think it should be a fun show. I'm looking forward to seeing how things play out. Uh, there's some interesting possibilities on this show that I'm sure we'll be getting to. With that being said, let's uh, start rolling through the phone calls. Again, this is ProWrestling.net Live. I am Jason Powell. He is John Moore. I will be joined tomorrow, 3 Central, 4 Eastern, on ProWrestling.net Live with my co-host, Will Pruitt, so be sure to join us. But the number to call for either show is 773-897-6321. And we will start today with somebody who's been in line, well, when I logged on. They, they got here before I did even today. 862, who is this and where are you calling from? It's Kylan. How are you, Jason? Oh, very good. Kylan from Newark, New Jersey, a guy that I became very familiar with on the PW Torch livecast. And uh, Kylan always has good questions, so Kylan, fire away. Well, to kick things off here, I would just like to 
answer John's question regarding which SummerSlam he attended at the Stable Center. It was actually 2009, and I happen to know this because it just played on the network a Friday night, so... Well, very good. I guess we got the answer to an unintentional trivia question, but uh, funny how that worked out. What else do you have, Kylan? Okay, my first question for you guys is, which of these two matches do you expect to have a bigger surprise or upset factor in Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE Championship or the Fatal 4-Way match for the Universal Championship? Good question. John, I'm going to let you start. Which, uh, which one do you think is going to be have the more surprising outcome, I guess? I think the four-way, just because of the four-way aspect, has more possibilities for a surprise to come out of it. Uh, the problem with the Jinder versus Shinsuke Nakamura match is uh, Nakamura wins. He is the one should who should win by in-ring credibility, but, of course, uh, Jinder via Singh Brothers might end up cheating, so there's no real surprise. You could see it going either way logically. So I think, yeah, the, a match with the biggest surprise potential, say if a Samoa Joe or a Braun Strowman can somehow get the strap, will end up having a bigger surprise factor. It's, it, and I'll say that as far as a potential title change scenario, I guess I am leaning more now toward Nakamura and Jinder. I went with Jinder in my official predictions piece that is up on the main page of ProWrestling.net. We also have Hayden Gleed's prediction piece up right now, too. I don't use any help from the betting lines or anything like that, so it's just uh, I'm, I'm basically guessing like everybody else is. But you know, it's I, I went with with Jinder because I think they are going to want that championship on him going into India. It's only a you know a, a brief tour in India, but still I think they're going to like the idea of getting the footage and everything like that. Uh, that being said, um, I mean there is a lot of buzz about Nakamura right now. I look at Lesnar and that tease that he's leaving as being just uh, kind of a red herring. Um, I, I'm, I'm guessing he sticks around, and therefore he holds on to the championship is my official prediction on that one, Kylan. Okay. My, my second question for you is regarding potential roster additions. Should we expect to see any main roster call-ups from NXT tonight during SummerSlam or perhaps tomorrow at Raw? Or even Tuesday SmackDown. And I guess I'll, I will be surprised if we don't see something or at least... I mean, there there were reports that they were going to go with the full-on superstar shakeup, and there there's nothing stopping them from announcing that tonight if they want to. But it's been pretty quiet on that front. But I mean, just watching Takeover, John, 
a strong case can be made for now this is the time for Bobby Roode. Maybe the authors of Pain come up. Hell, maybe even Oscar comes up with the NXT Championship. She maybe she's just uh, debuts as champion and forfeits the title. There's a number of different scenarios. Uh, am I missing anyone, John? Who else do you think are, are potential candidates to be called up, just given the way the takeover played out? I can see possibly Hideo Itami ending up on sure. the main roster if you if you uh, want to do it like a like kind of reset of him because he, uh, he, he had had a very good uh, recent run uh, coming back from injury. He just ends up having to lose a lot of matches so he could get a fresh start on the main roster. I could also maybe see if they want to uh, do like another semi-hard reset thing, uh, bring up Andrade Amas now with uh, Selena Vega as, her, as his um, what you call coach slash manager. I'm sure they would tell us mouthpiece, but uh, that, that, that's a Vinceism. So, yeah, no, I mean, one, manager works for me, that's for sure. Yeah, those are good choices. Um, I, I would say that, uh, I, I get, like I say, I guess, Kylan, I, I will be surprised if we don't see some development. I mean, if it's not over the next, yeah, I mean, Brooklyn makes perfect sense. I, part of me was thinking, well, if they just want to kind of ride the wave of post-SummerSlam, whatever they're going to get, and announce a shakeup for next week, they could if indeed they're going to do that, and I, I, I still don't think they should. I don't think it's necessary. You can work some trades, but you don't need to do a full-on shakeup four months after you did the first one. But I do think Brooklyn is a great place to debut NXT talent. It's where they're going to get the best reactions. It's, it's a diehard crowd that is going to be very familiar with that talent. So I think Brooklyn is an ideal place to do it. Anything else for us today, Kylan? Usually have three. Do you have, do you have three today? As a matter of fact, I do. All right. Uh, my final question for you, Jenkins and John, is regarding four angles for the WWE. Since WWE is officially entering the dreaded NFL football season tomorrow with the Giants versus the Cleveland Browns national football game on ABC tomorrow. And with reports of The Undertaker being in New York, uh, probably for SummerSlam, what do you think his involvement may be on presumably the SmackDown side and for the fall season. And what do you suppose John Cena may do when he comes back from filming his latest project towards the end of the fall into early winter season? All right, good questions, Kylan. Thank you so much for calling. I hope I hear from you tomorrow as well. Again, Will and I are on the air, 3 Central, 4 Eastern, on Monday for ProWrestling.net Live. Um, starting with Taker, I mean, could it be he's just hanging out at the show? You know, him and his wife or, or made the trip to, to hang out? Sure. But at the same time, I'll, I'll take you back to the night after WrestleMania. Like most people at WrestleMania, I was convinced that, all right, this is it. You know, that was the swan song. He... 
I uh, did the big ceremonial uh, stuff during the uh, post-match, and it looked like uh, we had seen Undertaker. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Last ride. But then, the next night, it wasn't definitive talk about Undertaker retiring. It was, uh, you know, possibly. I don't remember the wording they used, but they were very um, leery of saying definitively that he had retired. And I kind of chalked it up at the time to they don't know. This could be it. He, he had some you know, medical issues and things that uh, you know, just uh, wear and tear over the years. That Who knows you know, how he was going to feel coming out of uh, whatever procedures he had done. Or just, uh, you know, I don't even know the specifics, but um, how is he going to feel? Is he going to be ready to do another mania? If not, well, we, we, we did the ceremony. If so, then we'll bring him back. And, and I do wonder if that is in play. Um, whether it's tonight at SummerSlam or something on Raw. Now, Kylan, John, Kylan said SmackDown. Um, it's, I'm kind of struggling to think of, I mean, unless they want to thrust him into something with Jinder Mahal or something. I don't know if they want to go in that direction. My guess is that it would be maybe something involving someone on the Raw side, even a Roman Reigns, simply because um, that's the last guy to beat him and to be making these big claims about he's the guy who retired Undertaker. Um, so, that, I mean, that is my guess if he does come back, that we're looking at something like that. But, um, I mean, I guess on a scale of 1 to 10, we'll, we'll play that again, John. Um, how, how, you know, just uh, do you believe Taker's coming back? You know, what would you, what would you put it at? Maybe we can even go percent chance that he's coming back on tonight's show. Um, I mean, that's like if, if I heard reports that he was in the area, I still probably would have thought he's just there visiting people backstage. I would, because never say never, I would put it at a, I'll just say 5% chance that he appears on tonight's show. Uh, this show's very stacked as well. I don't think he would make a return. I mean, I mean if he was going to make a return, he wouldn't make a return tonight. But at the same time, I don't, see where you can plug him in. Like I said, the uh, best scenario would be to plug him in with one of the Fatal 4-Way participants, but even there, I think it would complicate things too much. Yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'll, I'll go, if he's, the reports are that he's in town with his wife, I'll even go as high as 50-50. You know, I mean, it's, I know it's kind of a cop-out, but I, I don't know that he's appearing, so I don't want to say definitively that he is. 
but just the fact that he's there. I mean, could he be doing things network-related and filming things? Sure. Um, but could he just be visiting? Sure. But could he also be playing some part on this show? It's SummerSlam. You know, if this were, hey, Undertaker's in town for Battleground, I might be a little more skeptical, but it is a big show. And so I guess uh, I, I'm kind of taking the wait-and-see approach. The other question Kylan had was John Cena and what he's doing in the fall, and I, you know, and, and I will say he mentioned Monday Night Football returning tomorrow. It's a preseason game. I mean, it's I'm sure they'll do decent numbers. It's competition, but the, the real key is the week after Labor Day when the doubleheader kicks in, and then the full-on Monday Night season really begins, the regular season. And so, I mean, you know, yeah, tomorrow is going to be competition, but it's it's still preseason. It, it's not it's not even real games yet, as I, as I like to say. And I'm a, about as big of an NFL fan as you will find. Uh, so I mean, it, it holds very very little appeal to me. But Cena coming up into the fall. I mean, obviously he is going away at some point to make the Transformers movie. But John, he's advertised for SmackDown, uh, or I'm sorry, for Raw on the Barclays Center website. And so it looks like we are headed toward John Cena finally using that free agent status uh, to head over to the Raw brand. Yeah, I mean, it would have probably helped a little bit if you had uh, Michael Cole hype this up, like this hype up the possibility of John Cena bouncing between the brands because it's going to be like, oh, John Cena's on Raw. Uh, but uh, let's see, as for programs, uh, that's why they're interesting enough because uh, John Cena has been on SmackDown long enough to be considered a SmackDown guy. So there's a lot of fresh matchups against, uh, like, damn near anyone on, uh, uh, yeah, Randy Orton's not even on Raw. So it, there's fresh matchups there, there, too. That's what I mean, because if you There's nothing Orton fresh Raw, about John Cena and Randy Orton, ever. Exactly, exactly. If Randy Orton were on Raw, you know, you, you could dread the possible 100th Orton versus uh, Cena match. But thank God he's not there, so yay. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, you know, as far as potential opponents go, you know what I'm going to do, John? You're coming in a little scratchy. Yeah. Well, can, can, I'm just going to I'm gonna put you on mute and have you just call right back, and we'll see if that clears it up. I mean, it's not unlistenable or anything, but uh, just to, maybe we can get a better uh, signal if you call right back into the show. We'll give that a shot. So uh, give that a whirl, John, and I'll talk to you in a minute. But, yeah, I, I don't know as far as uh, Cena and, and the Raw side, who, what would be – I mean, we don't even know that the Raw side is going to be the Raw side in terms of if there's going to be a shakeup. My guess is that this feud with Corbin is a one-and-done, and that Cena does pop up. Now, speaking to what John said about the fact that Michael Cole, nobody on the Raw side talked about this, that's bizarre. I, I never understood that. I made, the, I made a similar point several times that, you know, on SmackDown, they play up that John Cena's a free agent. On the Raw side, it's not even talked about. It's, it's so strange. It's like, imagine if... I mean, pick. we'll stick with the NFL team. Let's say Vaughn Miller was a free agent, and on the ABC, I'm sorry, the AFC television network, CBS, they talked about it, but on Fox, which has the NFC package, they just ignored it. I mean, that wouldn't happen. It doesn't make sense when something enters. They're not even playing up that there's tension between the two, that they're really in strong competition. There's nothing like that. So I don't really understand what they're going for with that. But, um, I mean, there's a whole wide variety of people that Cena can feud with, obviously. I mean, but it's what do they hold? What do they say for Cena? Uh, until, you know, for WrestleMania, because you've got to assume he's at least going to be back for that show. I mean, I don't know how long this Transformers gig, the Bumblebee movie, is going to last. Um, I think we have John already back on the line, so I'll bring him in. Uh, John, is that you? Uh, how am I sounding now? 
eh, pretty much the same, but hey, we gave it a whirl. Um, it, like I say, it's not unlistenable or anything like that. I just thought maybe we could get a little bit better, but uh, no sweat. Let's keep rolling through the phone calls. Um, up next is 862, followed by 423, and then 818. And uh, again, folks, uh, the number uh, number to call today is 773-897-6321. Once you do, simply hit one on your phone. That lets us know that uh, you want to join the show and chat with us. 423, who is this? Where are you calling from? 423, are you there? Hey, it's Ian from Tennessee. Hey, Ian, how are you? Good, how's it going? Very good. Always nice to hear from Ian. Ian from Tennessee, another longtime uh, live cast caller, and and I believe still .NET member. I don't want to uh, presume oh, yeah. anything. Oh, yeah. oh, good. Well, it's it's good to hear from you. What's on your mind today, Ian? Uh, well, I really really enjoyed last night's show, and yeah. I had I wouldn't say low expectations, but not high. Um, but I thought it was one of the better NXT shows, and it seems like every time they have a takeover. That seems to be the sentiment for the most part. But I guess my my big question is, you know, I, I think the main event tonight will be good, the four-way. I'm not so stoked about the rest of the show. What's the What seems to be the disconnect? I mean, you know, a lot of the matches from last night were really exciting and high impact. Is there a reason why they stray away from doing anything remotely close to that on the main roster? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to the show more than John is, so I'm going to go to him in just a second for his thoughts on this, because it sounds like you guys are more uh, thinking alike in this case. I, but, I mean, when it comes to NXT, it's very simple. They give you a good, straightforward pro wrestling show. Um, on the main roster, they give you a very long, bloated Ideally, it's going to be you know straightforward wrestling show, but it's still a lot of time to fill. Um, there, there's obviously doing a better job in some cases with matchups than others. I think the Raw side did a really nice job when it came to building up the show. Um, there's some exceptions there, but I really, like I've said, I loved what they did with Ambrose and Rollins, the discipline of waiting until that last moment for those two to get on the same page. That's a match that excites me. Um, I'm looking forward to Nakamura and Jinder, kind of. You know, it's I'm, I'm very curious to see what kind of match they can have together and who goes over and all that kind of stuff. But it's not like they built this up in a way that has me really compelled. There's very little on the SmackDown side of things that left me, that, that, you know, coming out of the go-home show that I was really anxious to see. I guess um, the one area where I felt like they did a good job on SmackDown was in setting up Shane McMahon's role. Because when that was first announced, I was like, eh, you know, what, what difference does this make? But then, you know, over the, the, the two weeks that followed, yeah, they made it a little more interesting with Owens kind of stirring the pot and then some of the physicality that, uh, well, Shane ended up being the recipient of when it came from uh, first Styles and then Owens. And so I, I don't expect it to be, I, I don't expect a Shane turn or anything like that. I think it's going to be fairly straightforward as they try to build to Owens against Shane for somewhere down the road. But still, I, I think they did a good job of establishing that. But Raw side, I, again, I really like the build to several of the matches. So um, I'll, I'll let John take it from here because uh, maybe you guys can tell me what you're not liking about the build so far. John, go ahead. Okay, uh, the thing with the SmackDown build is yeah. uh, a, few, a few of the matches feel a bit thrown together or just thrown together last minute. Uh, namely, like the women's match, uh, what else? Uh, not, Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura, kind of, 
was out of nowhere. Uh, just with, as far as build was concerned, you feel like SummerSlam should have a culmination of some long-term feuds and you're heading into a new fall season. Uh, one of the best feuds on uh, the SmackDown side, I think, or that I thought was built pretty well was the Usos versus New Day, surprising enough, just because of how great the Usos have been and uh, New Day have uh, done uh, well on the other side. Uh, but yeah, that, I mean, what brings me down is a few of like, just the matches that don't seem that like Big Show, Big Cass uh, is on the main show that uh, way called, they, it, it was hot at first and then all of a sudden, and then they just kept overexposing it on raw television. Like we got a lot of them in Enzo Amore's in a shark cage, whatever. <laughs> but uh, then we have uh, Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor. Uh, we're going to get the demon entrance, but this has so, sort of just been the battle of who can psych each other out with like hocus pocus and acidic fluid or whatever Michael Cole called it. Uh, I don't know how he knew it was acidic, but he did. Yeah, exactly. It's probably like Rosemary uh, from uh, TNA's uh, Mist, where it just burns your hand. Uh, (laughs) We called it, yeah. (laughs) It's, uh, I I do agree with you that, but as far as the best build, you know, one of the the best slow burn builds was uh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins versus Cesaro and Sheamus because of the way that they were uh, doing the slow burn with that. But yeah, it's just, uh, it, this is. It seems to be there that a lot of the uh, ha, like fifty percent of the card was thrown together, and there is where I was brought down. I would think. <laughs> Ian, are you still there? Looked. I, I think he may have dropped off. Yeah, I think Ian dropped off. I wanted to go back to him to talk a little bit more about this. But hey, you know, I mean, I'm. I totally understand the complaints about some of the undercard and certainly some of the even some of the mid-card stuff. I mean, I'm with you. You make very valid points about a couple of raw matches even with Balor and Wyatt and Big Cass, Big Show at the whole Shark Cage mess. It's, yeah, it, it hasn't been perfect. Where I think NXT TakeOver gets it right is they they deliver. You know, they set up good quality matches and the wrestlers go out there and deliver. They put the spotlight on the talent and let them do their thing. These matches are not, you know, typically are not overbooked. And, uh, you know, they have very hot, receptive crowds in most cases. And it's just a really fun, quick, entertaining two and a half hours of television. And, I mean, pretty much every time now they announce a takeover, you know, and uh, it, going back to that whole level of enthusiasm, I mean, like a 10. Even if the card looks a little weak, yeah, I might get down to about an 8. But until they deliver a clunker, I'm just going to assume that it's going to be a, at least a good show, if not a great show. And I think last night falls into the great show category. Um, let me double check just to make sure. Yeah, I don't see Ian back on the line. Or do I? Yeah, there he is. Let's go back to Ian. Ian, is, that, is this you again? Yeah, it is. I don't know what happened. I guess my call just dropped. Yeah, weird. Okay, well, anyway, um, what else did you, did you have more for us today? I didn't want to leave you hanging. Yeah, um, I guess, do you think that um, that we as fans or or anything like that, put more prestige in these big shows than WWE does at this point? Yeah, I used to when it came to SummerSlam. For years, I said it was a show that fans got more excited about than Vince McMahon seemed to creatively. You know, there were just, I think, going into it, it's like, all right, SummerSlam's almost here, it's going to be a lot of fun, and they're going to give us some big matches, and there were times where it just kind of fell flat there for a few years. 
um, during, you know, we're, we're approaching 10 years, so this is during kind of the .NET era as far as, you know, the, the way I look at it from uh, as far as uh, just in terms of this, this decade-long stretch. I remember early on when the site first started, that was kind of a common theme of mine going into SummerSlam is, eh, you know, it, it's we're more excited about it than Vince seems to be creatively, but I do feel like the network has changed this in some way. Um, I think that they obviously take great pleasure in going to the Brooklyn market and selling out four nights in a row, as they've done with uh, TakeOver, SummerSlam, Raw, and SmackDown. And I, I think that they really do try to put... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Maybe not their best foot forward because you're going to have to save some things for WrestleMania. And looking at this lineup, this doesn't feel like the WrestleMania of the summer, but it does feel like a big show. And so that's my take on it, John. What about you? Oh, yeah. I uh, I think they do put a lot of effort in uh, to building a SummerSlam. Like, you know, when you're talking about the big four pay-per-views, I think Summer, uh, sorry, a Survivor Series is the one that uh, right now probably doesn't get as much uh, effort or hype put around it as a big event anymore. But uh, no, I uh, I think uh, SummerSlam uh, does come up as a like a good uh, summer transitional into the fall show heading into football season. And uh, I think uh, you know like what um, you know may put the illusion that. SummerSlams aren't as good at, like, as some other pay-per-views right now is because of the WWE Network. A lot of the undercard pay-per-views, the Battlegrounds, the No Mercies and stuff, uh, those end up getting increased quality. So like via law of averages, um, SummerSlam might uh, you know, at least blend in or you know, be compared to the improved quality of the WWE pay-per-views all across the board due to them putting more effort into putting a network product out there. Ian, do you have more for us today? No, that's it. I, I just want to wrap up and say, you know, now there are a lot of wrestling podcasts up there, and your site is the only one that I actually pay for, and I really appreciate everything that you and, and all the rest of the guys do. I am very flattered. I really genuinely appreciate that, Ian, and it also serves as a great segue. We've reached the midpoint of the show, and that's when I like to tell you guys about membership to the .NET website. It is the ad-free version of ProWrestling.net, both the website and the mobile version of the website. And so, yes, you, if you check out our mobile site, uh, you can also get rid of the ads there by signing up for membership, but there's a whole lot more that goes along with it. As Ian mentioned, the audio content that we provide. Uh, Jay, uh, last night it was Zach Zimmerman and I getting together 
for 51 minutes and 50 seconds it worked out to be for the NXT audio review. We ran through the entire show, and uh, as I've said many times, nobody follows NXT as closely as Zach Zimmerman does. Uh, he just does a hell of a job with that, and that's no slight to John, who has uh, done some filling in for NXT, because I think even John has tipped his cap to Zach in that regard. Uh, but uh, Zach is uh, just a, uh, a wealth of knowledge when it comes to anything NXT-related and really independent uh, wrestling as well. Uh, so, But that is available right now for .NET members. We did that after the show last night. Tonight it'll be Jake Barnett and I getting together and discussing WWE SummerSlam. And uh, then on Mondays, my WWE Raw audio review, when there's not a live show during the day, as there are the Mondays after WWE pay-per-view events, the members hear my Q&A audio show. I answer their pro wrestling questions to begin with, and then we have some fun on the back end of the show with some non-wrestling silliness, including Assassin 5's Game of Thrones or Walking Dead questions of the week, just depending on the television season. Uh, the list goes on. SmackDown audio reviews, uh, NXT audio reviews, uh, John Moore's 205 Live audio reviews, John Moore's Lucha Underground audio reviews, uh, the... Uh, uh, the Global Force Impact Wrestling Audio Review. That's a mouthful. I'm going to get used to it one of these days. Uh, but uh, the list goes on. All the major pay-per-view events and uh, television shows are covered in audio form. And uh, that doesn't, that's not even, I'm not even mentioning the .NET Weekly Audio Show, which is our flagship show where we discuss all the news of the week, oftentimes include some first-run news items or notes along the way. Uh, if you are interested in membership, very simple. Visit the main page at ProWrestling.net. And once you're there, and yes, this does work, on the mobile side now. I know for a while there it was kind of a, uh, a hassle, but uh, that's been improved. So if you've tried signing up on mobile before and didn't have a good experience, it should be working just fine now. But all you have to do is uh, click into that sign-up area and you'll find three different pricing options available to you. Uh, pick the one that works best for you. Uh, $7.50 for one month is what the membership rates start at, uh, but you can save some money by signing up for either the six-month or the annual option. And you know what? Because you guys are listening to the Pro Wrestling.net Live special, and it is SummerSlam Sunday, I'm going to throw one at you. We've been doing a, a special for uh, former .NET members, and I'm going to give you guys that coupon code. And that's going to knock $6.50 off your price for one month. You can get $1 for one month of .NET membership uh, for uh, again, just a $1 for one month, save $6.50. All you have to do is enter the coupon code DNRETURN1. All one word, and just uh, use, the, use the, uh, the number one. You don't need to spell it out. So DNRETURN1, all together, all one word. If you, miss out, if you missed out on that, feel free to shoot me an email, .netjason at gmail.com. Spell it out, D-O-T-N-E-T-J-A-S-O-N at gmail.com. Let me know you heard the show and you just didn't quite catch the coupon code, and I will be happy to uh, pass that along to you. But, yeah, $1 for one month of membership. It's intended to be used by new subscribers, but if you are an existing member and you want to cheat, all I ask is that uh, you simply cancel your current membership uh, because otherwise you can, uh, you, that way you can avoid any potential double billing that will occur if uh, you try to take advantage of a coupon code when you're already a member. But again, DN return one, or DN return one is the coupon code to use. That will get you $1 of uh, .NET membership, the ad-free version of the website. Starting today, very simple process. You can be all set up, listen to that NXT audio review before the show tonight, follow along with ad-free coverage, and then listen to Jake and I later on tonight. Uh, and, of course, if you have any questions, again, you can email me, D-O-T-N-E-T-J-A-S-O-N at gmail.com. I can't even spell my own name. Or follow me online, at Pro Wrestling Net is the place to go for that. All right, with the business out of the way, let's get back to the phone calls. Up next... 
may want to do this in order. 818, who is this and where are you calling from? 818, are you there? Yeah, hi. Hey, who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, Jason. It's Chris from Glendale, California. I heard the Glendale part. What was your name again? Uh, Chris. Hey, Chris, what's up? Sorry, I just was out on a hike listening to .NET Weekly, and then you were plugging this show. I'm like, hey, I'll tune in. Perfect. I love it. So uh, I just also want to say I really like Will's new video, so I hope he keeps that up. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy you mentioned that. I want to bump that up on the main page today before SummerSlam. Uh, Will Pruitt's YouTube page, I don't have the info handy, but again, I'll have that available on the main page so people can check that out. It, it's pretty cool. I definitely dig that, too. So what I wanted to talk about is, like, I'm just exhausted. Like, I don't have time to watch, you know, seven hours of SummerSlam tonight. And then if I don't watch it, you know, it'll get spoiled by tomorrow, and then I want to watch Raw tomorrow. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm, you've been over this a million times, but it's just getting to me. Like, these pay-per-views, I can't watch them on Sunday nights. Yeah, I mean, Chris makes a very valid point, John. It's there, And I always want to preface this because I know, especially with listeners of a show like this, there are diehards who can't get enough if SummerSlam were a three-day event and there were no breaks, it was like Woodstock, and maybe you got to sleep and you get up and you got more, they would love it. But you have to think about the, the, the rest of the fan base, and you have to think about the casual viewers, too. Now, nobody is twisting anyone's arm saying they have to watch the two-hour pre-show, but there are three matches on the show. And for you know people going to the show, for people watching at home, it can be a bit much. John, I mean, are you in the camp that you can't get enough, or is there a limit for you? Oh, I mean, of course there's no limit for me. I cover 205 Live of all shows. <laughs> but, uh, no. Uh, but uh, on a serious note, uh, that's, that goes into the whole, like, quantity over quality thing. And uh, we, you know, what we're hearing from a lot of people this all across the board, this, in, when you compare uh, a, the 13 – uh, match marathon and a, far, and a few of these you know could be high work rate uh, matches thinking of the AJ Styles, Kevin Owens uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, Jinder Mahal they might get some time to hell they might give time to Andre Nior and Russo they might give time to John Cena, Baron Corbin they might give time to uh, Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt uh, I, I, yeah, this, uh, to go back to like, uh, like last year when I was attending a live show, I attended a Lucha Underground taping where they tape like a month, like about a month or two months worth of shows where you watch these like so many great matches, but uh, like after halfway, you end up being extremely exhausted. Uh, it, you know, like just, you just so much quantity can end up, you know, just, uh, this, yeah, being uh, mentally exhausting. Uh, and when you compare a the marathon 13-match show to be really efficient uh, and this, like, you know, good to, uh, like, absorb five-match show that we got last night, yeah, uh, you know, uh, you know 13 uh, matches is too much, <laughs> or it can be too much uh, for someone who watches a lot of pro wrestling. Yeah, and, and you know, it's I, I hear from a lot of people now that, I, but for instance, someone asked me, can you bring back the best match poll? And, and at first I was like, well, it's usually fairly obvious for those who watch the show, but this person made a good point in saying that I kind of pick and choose what I watch. I don't watch the shows live, and that kind of helps me decide what I need to watch. It's something that we do now at the beginning of our audio reviews for 
I, I should probably just start doing it for Raw because it's a three-hour marathon too, but we do it for the pay-per-views. Just kind of tell people without spoiling anything, hey, here's what you should see on this show if your time is limited. And uh, it, it shouldn't be like that, but there's just so much. And I, yeah, I don't think... I, I think less is more at times. When I see a show like NXT and it's a slick two and a half hours that leaves you wanting more, that's great. I, I prefer that over just the marathon that is a, a six-hour, probably plus show like SummerSlam. doesn't mean I'm going to hate it. It just means that they're not leaving me wanting more. It, it can be a long, draining experience. It can be tough for parents who have kids who have to get up the next day, whatever the case, or even just people who, you know, depending on what area code you live in or time zone, I should say, you know, it, it can be tough for you to stay up that late. Chris, I, I can't really sell you on watching all six hours. I'm not even going to try, but uh, what's, your, what's your approach for tonight? Because it sounds like uh, that whole six-hour thing is a little intimidating for you. I mean, what I typically do is just watch the things that I'm most interested in, you know. So I'll watch the main event tonight. I want to see the New Day, you know, AJ, and I always want to see AJ. But I wind up missing other things, too. It's like I'll skip the, the, the ladies because I got, you know, I got to go do other things, but uh, you think Charlotte's going to be there tonight? You know, that's a good question. I don't know. I'm guessing if she is, I mean, there's a, there's a chance somebody will see her and it'll it'll pop up online ahead of time. But I would think they would want to kind of keep that quiet, and you know, for good reason. I think if she is, it'll certainly be. It has a potential to be a very emotional moment. She's not advertised for anything. It's very strange how that worked out. I don't know if they were really going to add her and Becky facing Tamina and Lana, as has been speculated. But it kind of worked out well. Um, I, I thought she should have been in the women's championship match, but fortunately, I guess she's not just because of, uh, I say fortunate because of the situation with her father. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, she's been in Atlanta, to the best of my knowledge. She wasn't a takeover last night, or at least they didn't have her appear with the other members of the uh, four horsewomen of NXT. So it'll be a cool moment if she is, Chris, but I, I could, you know, I, I just don't have a good answer for you. Sorry. Thanks, Jason. You're the best. I'm out. Hey, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Chris. Nice to hear from you. Enjoy your hike, my friend. And uh, hopefully we'll hear from everybody tomorrow again, ProWrestling.net Live at 3 Central, 4 Eastern. Notice the different time. I know it's Monday. Uh, If you're a member, I'll open up a thread in the forum, and you can uh, submit some questions that way as well if you're at work and you or just actually just send them to me via email at uh, .netjason at gmail.com. Sometimes the call count can be a little bit light on Monday because of the timing, but it's what works best for us, so that's what we've got to go with. All right, let's go to 352-203 area code. Not working so well today, but uh, 352, who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Steve from Florida. Steve from Florida, I know I don't have to worry about any nonsense with you. What's going on today, bud? If if you go if you go with the idea that Brock retains the title, would you rather if it if his WrestleMania opponent is not Roman Reigns, who would you want it to be and why? At WrestleMania? Yeah. Oh, easy for me. I'll just I'll feed to John here, but I will say uh, it's uh, Braun Strowman. I, I want that to be the singles match at WrestleMania. Um, not Roman Reigns, and it's nothing against Roman. I just think the card works out better with John Cena, Roman Reigns, maybe Takers in that mix too. I don't know, but uh, that's the match I go with. John, what about you? Um, I agree. I was, I was looking for you know for, uh, like sort of. I think it was due to the Braun Strowman injury, uh, like that uh, we can possibly get a Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman match. Here's an interesting thing. I, I don't remember if you remember a couple of years ago. 
uh, I remember, like, this was back to, like, white family Braun Strowman. And uh, do you remember if uh, that was, uh, like, hyped up back in the day where they really wanted a Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar match, and we were like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, you know, I guess the, back to, you know, the, the card I'm kind of laying out, I, I guess the way I look at it is it, it would be a hell of a mania if you had Lesnar Strowman on top. Um, along with AJ Shinsuke, and then you had Cena Reigns. I'm not even you know Baker. I really hadn't been giving much consideration to, but you know I don't know how he fits into that. Uh, there's been a lot of speculation that we could see Ronda Rousey, and if and she, I, if we do, and she faces Charlotte, for instance, that's that's a hell of a four match punch. Even if it's a pipe dream for Rousey, and I just don't know where things stand with that. Still, it's a great one two three lineup. Um, that's what I would like to see. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Do you have more for us? Yes. Uh, speaking of Charlotte, if not Rousey, would you hold off uh, WrestleMania? Would you put Charlotte in there with Oscar? First matchup. First matchup, I would not, John. What about you? Um, I wouldn't either because something would have to give there. Uh, at, you know, if Oscar were coming to... Are you talking about, like, Asuka's first match or just, like, a first matchup between the two? First matchup between the two. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. No, um, oh, okay. If, if they built up to it well, uh, sure. Uh, at WrestleMania, yeah, of course. Why not? <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that one. Yeah, it, I, now that you say that, I mean, if there's proper build, let's say Asuka debuts this week, for instance, on WWE television, and they they do a good job with with her and and you know build up to whatever the big showdown match I guess it would be Charlotte in that case at Mania I'm okay with that yeah I, I just don't want it to see I don't I, I thought you kind of meant that was Oscar's first match on the main roster and I feel like you're kind of diving into something a little prematurely at that point but with the right build yeah that that's a hell of a match I, I would have no complaints about seeing that one anything else uh, just if if I may ask about Alistair Black. Do you think that he has the it factor to be a, a future main eventer? John, I'll with let the you entrance start. and uh, yeah, John Alistair Black. Oh, oh, Alistair Black. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, very cool. Everything all across the board. Uh, he, you know, he's you know he's, he's very unique, very unorthodox. He has the martial arts thing down. He has that like swagger down where. Uh, it's like he's meditating half the match, but at the same time pulls out all those cool kicks and moves. Uh, very cool, you know, the theme music, entrance, everything. 
Yeah. Um, I, I think he ha- has what it takes, you know, to uh, do very well on the main roster. He could have a long match, a short match, a bloody match, everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I really think the sky's the limit for this guy. I mean, I, I don't know where the promos are at, if he's going to need a mouthpiece or anything like that. But, uh, I mean, everything we've seen from him has been uh, really good so far. I, I think they have a star in the making here in Aleister Black. I mean, he's already a star at the NXT level. And I think, uh, assuming they don't screw things up whenever the time comes, I think he's going to be in NXT for a while. But, yeah, I do think that uh, he's going to do very well for himself. Um, he's, he's definitely made a strong impression. Thank you very much for the call. I always appreciate it. Let's uh, keep rolling through here. 213, who is this? Where are you calling from? Yes, I'm calling from uh, Los Angeles. And I'm just calling to say that uh, whenever I watch uh, SmackDown, usually I, I'm fully erect. <laughs> I'm jacking my dick off. Oh, my God, you guys. What the hell? Seriously. I mean, this is what you do on a Sunday. Get lives, people. Wow. Uh, The nice thing about this is uh, I have the power of editing, so you guys are hearing it live, but uh, I'll clean it up so we don't have to listen to this absolute nonsense on the the, the edited version of the show. So I hope you guys are, are, are very proud of yourselves today. John, let's uh, let's talk, let's talk here to the last uh, ten minutes of the show. I mean, people can still call in as long as you're not from a certain area code in California. I probably uh, will go to you. But uh, the number seven seven three eight nine seven six three two one, and uh, we will be happy to take your calls on anything NXT and SummerSlam related. Not necessarily about uh, well your junk or whatever else these uh, people have been calling in about. My lord, uh, but uh, John. The, the big one, the four-way. You know, my predictions are out there, so I want to kind of go through some of the SummerSlam matches and, and get your predictions on the show. Uh, let's uh, let's start with the big one. Uh, who comes out on top of the uh, uh, in the Universal Championship four-way match? Um, I'm uh, there with you. Uh, when I answered the question earlier, I said it had the most uh, possibility for a surprise because of the four-way, but I think uh, because of uh, the Heyman promos, the way that uh, they brought uh, the uh, Brock Lesnar's outside, uh, you know, UFC possibilities, and I think Brock Lesnar's going over here, and that you know we see Brock Lesnar losing the title much closer to the end of his contract. Uh, so yeah, I'm going with uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and I'll say that you know if there is someone other than Lesnar winning this match, I think Joe's the guy to go with, and and I think Strowman is on fire, but I wouldn't go with him right now. I, it's just something that I think they'd be wise to build up to a singles match scenario. Uh, maybe ideally at WrestleMania, and uh, have him win his first championship there. And Roman, you know, the the one scenario that I love that it, that there's a, a very very small percent chance of happening is uh, Ambrose and Rollins win the tag titles, and then help Roman Reigns win the Universal Championship, and the Shield are back as heels. I would love to see it happen. Seeing is believing, but uh, Joe, as I've been saying. There's a little bit of vulnerability to him, as much of a badass character as he plays. I think that Samoa Joe, um, when he faces Roman Reigns, who he lost his last match to, when he faces Braun Strowman, if he faces Lesnar in a rematch, people are going to look at him as being a bit vulnerable and think that there's a chance on that night he could drop the championship. And I think that's a nice key to Joe. Obviously, he has credibility. It's not like he's just a he'd be a fluky. I don't know, Miz-like champion. I'm not saying that at all, but I think there's something there with Joe uh, that they could exploit if they put the championship on him that uh, would work really well. Uh, what about, uh, I, I don't remember, did you already cover Jinder and Shinsuke? Who do you have winning that one? Uh, I, 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 we, I didn't cover it, but I, I would think Jinder's going over 
with the help of the Sings somehow uh, because we have the India tour coming up. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm with you. I think the popular vote right now is in favor of Nakamura, so we'll see if we're uh-huh. missing the vote on that one. But uh, then, you know, I, I look at Cena and Corbin as being, well, Corbin, you know, the buzz is that he's in the doghouse. Um, now, they, they could swerve us here, but it looks like a one-and-done, John, uh, just because of Cena being advertised for Raw events coming up. And so uh, I would think Cena goes over. Uh, same here. I saw Sean's waiting. If Baron Corbin beats John Cena, I don't see Baron Corbin gaining much either. So, but I I see John Cena going over uh, and on his way to Raw afterwards. Yeah, because here's the thing. I mean, Cena just lost to Nakamura. It means something to beat John Cena, yes. But I wouldn't. You know, I think it would kind of cheapen that. I guess there's a way to have Corbin win. And and but I think with the, you know the Bellas are going to be there and all this I think it's going to be I think it's designed to be a feel good moment for Cena. What about the SmackDown Women's Championship match? That whole scenario. It's not even so much about the match. It feels like it's whether Carmella Cash is in. Who at the end of the show? Who is the SmackDown Women's Champion? I'm just going to go. I'm going to stick with Naomi uh, being champion. I don't think tonight's when uh, Carmella is going to cash in. I for some reason I just think they would space out the cash ins uh, a bit more of uh, more. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm totally wrong with that uh, that reasoning, uh, but I think Naomi's gonna uh, end up. Uh, you know, they're gonna milk a little bit uh, more out of her reign. That the like, that whole Naomi versus Natalia just build or put together was just kind of random. I just don't see uh, Carmella interjecting herself and being at all compelling. Uh, I mean, we'll get James Ellsworth on the show, so yay. <laughs> Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt, to me, I mean, it's as simple as it's the demon. The demon has to go over. Yeah, <laughs> it's the demon, uh, of course. Uh, kind of random, though. You know, they just, we, we're, that's the only thing. Bray Wyatt, <laughs> Bray Wyatt can't catch a break. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, he, he did win clean on Monday, so this would kind of even it out. Um, he did win his feud over Seth Rollins. It, it, it happened so infrequently that Wyatt wins a feud, but he did win one over Rollins. Um, and then uh, you expecting any chicanery with AJ Styles and Kevin Owens with uh, Shane as that special ref? Oh, of course. There's going to be something between Kevin Owens and Shane to build up towards that possible match. But uh, who do you have winning the championship? Uh, possibly AJ. It gives, uh, I'm going with AJ winning because it gives Kevin Owens more things to complain about. Yeah, I'm with you. Orton and Rusev. Uh, mm. <laughs> America. I, I, I think America's going to win, I, I guess. <laughs> Randy Orton. I went with Rusev only because Randy Orton feuds go on forever. And uh, so I'm going oh. with the foreign menace to win the first one, and then Randy comes back and wins like the next 20 matches of the never-ending feud. But we'll see. Sorry, I was just going with Orton, so the the, mat, the feud would end. But yeah, no, yeah, I, I get it. Uh, but yeah, big cast, big show, uh, big cast because uh, big show is hurt. <laughs> yeah, they, it seemed like they gave him a storyline out for losing by with that broken hand bit. And then uh, Alexa Bliss, Sasha Banks, Raw Women's Championship. Hmm. Yeah, this, this one, this one can be interesting. I would go with Alexa Bliss winning just so they can get more out of Alexa Bliss because I feel like they haven't uh, utilized her to the best of her potential as, as far as her like latter part of her uh, wrong run is concerned. So I would go with Alexa Bliss winning, but I can see them putting the belt on Sasha again uh, because 
uh, Sasha's very popular. Yeah, that's a t- it's a tough one. Um, I got Wade Keller when I was on his podcast earlier this week at podcast1.com. He made a, I went with Sasha, and he pointed out that you know they were going to go with Bailey originally in this match, and so it didn't seem like Sasha was in their plans at the time to be champion, and so he, he kind of suspected they would stick with their plan, and that's a really good point. For some reason, I still find myself leading Sasha, even though it kind of goes against uh, good logic. Uh, Sheamus and Cesaro against uh, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose for the Raw Tag Titles. Uh, this one I see the former Shield guys going over uh, because former Shield guys they finally fit them up now. Uh, so and yeah, but they did a great build to this uh, to the point where Dean and uh, Rollins are finally hopefully on the same page. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Shield guys. And then uh, we're into the undercard. Um, I ended up going with uh, Sheamus and Cesaro somehow retaining just to stretch this out. But it's, it's unpredictable, and I like that. I think, it, I think it's fun. I, I don't know if they retain clean or anything like that, but uh, you know, that's, that's the fun of this is when you don't have a strong feeling going into the match and you just get to kind of sit back and watch it play out. Uh, but uh, Tozawa and Neville, Cruiserweight Championship, Titus, Worldwide, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I see uh, Tozawa going over because he just won the title and they gave it away on Raw. Uh, It'll probably be a very good match. You'll have Titus O'Neil cheering at ringside, though. But, uh, yeah, I, I see a uh, hopefully you know good, well-worked Akira Tosawa versus Neville match with Tosawa going over because he just won the title. New Day Uso, SmackDown Tag Titles. Uh, this one, yeah, this one's a good one. Uh, let's see. Uh, I would, I would, I, I want the, like, I, I want the Usos to win. But uh, this one, yeah, this one I'm actually not sure. I'm just going to go with the Usos. <laughs> I, I picked New Day. I think I also picked his hour to retain. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it should be good. I, I think I basically went with New Day because it, they just got the tag titles. Um, oh, and then, the, yeah, the only other match on the show is uh, the, the one that they added most recently, the Hardys teaming with Jason Jordan to go against Miz, Bo Dallas, and Curtis Axel. I did throw in the caveat that, you know, while I expect the babyface team to go over, um, at least one of these matches on this show, probably more, you just know that, oh, man, I didn't see that coming, and then they'll just give you the opposite result on Raw or SmackDown, and this could be one of those, but I do have the babyface trio going over. Oh, yeah, I, I have the Hardy Boys and Kurt Angle's son going over. Uh, the Miztrach. Uh, the Miztrach don't really have any, uh, like, heat behind them at the moment. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to go with Hardy's and Jason Jordan. Well, John, thank you so much for joining me today. It's always fun. Everybody can uh, check out John's work. Say it for me again, John, at Lil John M. Yes, at Lil John M. That's L-I-L-J-O-H-N-M on Twitter. And uh, you can also check him out uh, when it comes to his audio work for the 205 Live show and also Lucha Underground. Am I forgetting any, John? You're all over the place when it comes to uh, the, the, the workload at .NET, doing a hell of a job. Yeah, uh, no, I'm, I, you know, I do the Impact Wrestling uh, written reviews. That's right. And, uh, yeah, uh, and uh, we call it NXT Hit List, so, yeah. John is everywhere, and it's always good to catch up with him, John. Thank you again. Thank you, everybody, for listening today at SummerSlam Sunday. Enjoy the show. Uh, Again, Will Pruitt and I will be back on Monday with ProWrestling.net Live 
at 3 Central, 4 Eastern, an hour later than this show. If you can't listen live because you're at work, hey, no sweat, and we'll have the replay available. But uh, know that if, uh, if it's easier, you guys can always call the call-in number to the show. And then uh, just uh, stay, if, if you can't ask a question, you can be in listen-only mode. So if that's easier while you're at work, you certainly can do that as well. But uh, again, ProWrestling.net Live with Will Pru and I coming up on Monday at uh, PWAudio.net. Uh, Jake Barnett and I will get together for the WWE SummerSlam audio review for members after the show tonight. Join me for live coverage of SummerSlam, beginning with the needlessly and ridiculously long two-hour kickoff show at 4 Central, 5 Eastern. And uh, if you're listening to this a little bit later, yes, live coverage of WWE Raw by me on Mondays and uh, by Jake Barnett for SmackDown on Tuesdays. So uh, we always have uh, live coverage going of all the major WWE television shows. Uh, NXT as well, although live coverage may be a little tricky. I just found out that uh, Zach's uh, school schedule is changing. He is a college student, and so we're, we're just in the process of trying to sort that out. But uh, usually we have live coverage, but uh, we'll have to wait and see on that one. But Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, thank you to everyone. Well, almost everyone who took the time to call in today. It's always good to uh, hear from uh, a really nice uh, group of callers for, you know, the, the real ones. Uh, I thought people had some good questions today. And uh, so I definitely appreciate that. And uh, don't forget, take advantage of that membership special I mentioned. It's not even going to be on the site. It's uh, just for you guys here on the audio side of things and for returning members with an email campaign that we're doing. Again, enter the uh, coupon code as I try to scramble desperately to find out what the hell it is again. There it is, return one all together. Just, uh, and then and, you know, use the number one, don't spell it out, return one And that's going to save you $6.50, $1 for one month of membership just for listening to ProWrestling.net Live. Until next time, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Join me tonight for live coverage of SummerSlam. Enjoy the show, and we'll talk to you again on Monday. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.